Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the Diacast. My name is Kals and I'm joined today by Adi and Brent. Today is July 28th, 2018 and we've got a few topics to talk about today. First up, um, Brent's going to talk a bit about diabetes camp. We're going to talk about why A1C sucks and why GVI and PGS are better. We're going to talk a bit about dealing with summer and hot weather uh, as a diabetic because, uh, well, I just can't, but maybe I'll learn something. I finally got my Dexcom legit after many months and Adi is almost looping. I am. I will be looping in um, uh, presumably right after this recording. Before we begin, there are two before we begins this time. First up, we didn't have an episode last month, which is my fault because I uh, was graduating and I didn't want to be distracted and it worked because I graduated. Nice. Well, congratulations for graduating. Sorry, what? Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and the second first up thing, like always, is uh, what's your BG's at right now? My BG's 134. Mine's 135. <laughs> what? <laughs> 7.4 and 7.5. Well, I'm at 8.7, which is 157. So I'm the winner today. Nice. Okay, um, so Brenda, you want to start with the uh, diabetes camp topic? Oh yeah. Um, well, I was at diabetes camp. It was a while ago, like right around when I got diagnosed. Um, it was pretty nice. Like the people there were cool, and <clears throat> I don't know. It was just like a normal camp, but with just a bunch of diabetics. Like that was the first time I've been with any other diabetic and like it was just nice to I guess be around other people and this was right when you were diagnosed you said right yeah uh, so did you learn anything useful from the other diabetics seeing as how you were still pretty new to all of it I, it was just weird seeing like how different people react to insulin uh-huh like how, how everyone's different because all I knew is what I had to do. And then, like, I was with other people and they were like, oh, I have to be above 200 before I go to sleep, which I thought was really weird. Really? Yeah. Yeah, my experience was similar in my diabetes camp uh, that I was in, like, two years ago. Why are you guys having camps? What? I've never been to diabetes camp. <laughs> yeah, but I was, like, I was 15 and my parents were like, you should go, it'll be fun. And then it was horrible. Um, <laughs> but... The, the doctor, they, we had like a camp doctor that always wanted us to go to sleep really high. And I was, I think I was like 90 once, which is, uh, perfect, <laughs> which is five, which is like perfect. Right. I was, yeah, I was 90 completely straight, no carbs on board, no insulin on board. And the doctor was like, oh yeah, I just had a temp basil of nothing for two hours. But yeah. why? So, so you don't die. Yeah, because you're going to do a lot of activities that we had to do. Not that. even, we didn't do much activities. And this was before day. bed. Before bed. You don't work out while you're sleeping. Oh. And yeah, before bed. And what? um. But like, was it that they were scared that you would go low otherwise or? Yeah. They, oh, right. I remember. Yeah. They, they were scared I was going to go low, but like, come on guys. My A1C was, what was my, my A1C was 6'2 at the time. That's better I, and than I wasn't my best A1C. Yeah. Yeah. My A1C just climbed from then. Um. <laughs> So, I also had a Libre at the time. And uh-huh. the whole fun in a Libre is that you don't have to, like, stab yourself, right? Because you can scan. 
Right. Yeah. And then at 2 a.m., they uh, like go in, in your room and then check everyone's BG to make sure that they weren't dying. But yes. I had a Libre. Did they stab you anyway? Which requires no calibration. And they woke me up instead of scanning me. And they were like, <laughs> yeah, you should check your sugar in your finger instead of using the technology that you have in order not to check the BG in your finger. Yeah. Adults. Pissed me off. <laughs> and how long ago was that? This, um, two years ago, two summers ago. And like, I don't know. Maybe it was just like the Libre just came out. I don't know when the Libre came out. I it, it was like pretty a... new here. It was pretty yeah. new here. But even then, like, yeah, they should yeah, still, know after one. It's still time. weird. Yeah, it pissed me off. I I woke up, sort of like, middle finger them, checked <laughs> checked the BG with the Libre, and then told them what the Libre said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like I took the kit out of my bag and then just kind of ignored what it. Yeah. Just didn't use it. Yeah, look, I touched my kit. Now I'm gonna scan it. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's my experience from diabetes camp. Uh, it's pretty much the same. Like, just the routine is nice as well, and except waking up at like two a.m. What? And checking. Oh. Uh, check they BG. checked our bloods. Yeah. Did they do it for you? Uh. Sometimes, if, sometimes they would try and like not wake us up. They would just prick our fingers if we were sleeping, which was nice. How? But how do you uh, not wake up with someone stabbing? I mean, you? when I was just diagnosed, I was in the hospital, and I like they wanted me to check like at like two a.m. and at four a.m. and then like all these ungodly times. Yeah, me too. But yeah. I, did, I, and, I woke up every time. Yeah, but a after a while, I I woke up, but I didn't remember it because I was just used to it. So I kind of basically slept through it. Yeah. I don't know. Some people are like heavier sleepers than others. Which yeah. Most of the time, like, like my mom used to check my blood sugar when she got home because she's second shift. So it was like two a.m. and I never woke up. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, but like at the diabetes camp, do they like have meals with the carb counts ready and stuff? Or is yeah, they do. yeah. Like uh, that's pretty cool though. I kind of they had like measuring cups it. beside each food, and like, and then on the measuring cup, it said how much carbs there is in the measuring cup. That that's unless good. it was like in pieces, and then yeah, of course. It was really easy, like carb counting there, because they did it for you. But <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but what we had, they had like set meals, and they just. I don't know, just, like, put the whole meal there, like, so everyone could go from it, or, like, take from it, and then you would have, like, a measuring, like, a scale or whatever, and you would take food right. and scale it, and then you would car uh, carb count from there. Yeah, but, like, but, they already did the, the math, so you could just say, I yeah. have this many grams, so... Yeah, and then you just put it in your pump. Ah, cool. And, like, the first time I got there... Uh, I had a pump and like the the doctor they had so many doctors there um but usually a lot of people like all their temp basils were like half or off because we would just do so many activities and whatnot I didn't I didn't understand like how much activity affects your blood sugar at the time cuz I was oh, just newly I still diagnosed don't. Yeah <laughs> not so <properly>. weird <laughs> So I go for a walk and then I come back and like dying. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing though. Like I can like do all these crazy exercises and like 
drop half a millimole, which is like 10. <laughs> or I could go on like the most leisurely walk for 10 minutes and die. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I bike to school and uh, the way to school is like mostly downhill. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't like sprint my way down and shit. Yeah. Yeah. But the way back up is all uphill. So I have to like, I, I put an effort uh-huh. and I feel like I'm sprinting the entire way. Yeah. To school. When I'm at school, my BG kind of just like plummets. Oof. Like Where? I pedal for probably like three minutes out of the 15 minute ride. But on the way back, I pedal constantly, and I'm just kind of... That's the weirdest thing. At all. Yeah. It's yeah, because I wake weird. up, I guess. I don't know. The only thing I had was close to a camp while being diabetic was at the start of college, you have like this introduction thing, and we went to Belgium for like three nights. Oh, wow. Uh, wow, exotic Belgium. It's like, I can point yeah. at it from here. <laughs> <laughs> we could go by bike in like 30 minutes. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Chris and I almost went inside of Belgium when we went skiing yeah we did actually we went around Not skiing, it skiing snowboarding yeah we went around it um cool. so there, there, so there was a thing and like they knew there was a diabetic person they didn't know it was me like i had these yeah. these tiny little like soap shavings i guess you could call them they i got them from my endo it's like this little plastic box with like tiny yeah. little sheets of soap so if you w- want to wash your hands you just take out the box you put a, like a sheet between your hands and wash it as just soap and I was like getting one of those things out, but apparently I didn't know this. There are drugs that look like exactly the same. So what? one of the teachers came up to me. He's like, what are you doing? It's like, I'm washing my hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, what are you doing? I'm washing my hands. <laughs> and then he took the soap from me. What? And he I said, no, but I'm, he took the like, soap. Like illegal drugs or? I mean, we were in Belgium, so. Yeah. But even then, like, you're not allowed to, like, do drugs in school activities, obviously. Well, yeah, but... Um, but, yes, the, I, I don't know, LSD or something? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it, not It legal. sounds weird, though. Like, how would you mistake a washcloth for drugs? No, it's not a washcloth. It's, like, a it's tiny a little, little piece of... It soup, looks like, like paper. S- soup, soap shavings, not soup shavings. Yeah, say you have, oh, like, okay. a soap, like a bar of soap, but you... You just oh, okay, slice yeah. a little piece uh, off. Okay, that makes sense. So I said, but but I'm washing my hands. Like, mm-hmm. But I'm diabetic. Oh, okay, carry on, whatever. <laughs> so that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're not like actual soap shavings. They actually feel and look like paper. Hmm. Uh, That's weird. I don't know how it works. I, I read out, so I don't have them anymore because I got like 10 of those pieces of paper and that's it ever. <laughs> I've never These? seen them. Yes. That's the ones. I'm going to... Put put in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to copy this link to somewhere where I won't forget it. Oh, whoa. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, okay. That that, that makes sense why I would eat it could have gotten I mean, mistaken for drugs. LSD is way smaller. I've learned yeah. since then. Um, if you took that much LSD, I, I'm pretty sure you'd either die or be high for like a month. Yeah. Uh, or both. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, that's... Uh, not that much i but yeah. yeah um how did i get to this topic uh any other camp stories another thing um which is weird like when you go low they give you like a certain amount of tabs because yeah. usually when i go low i just eat until i'm not yeah that's not a good idea though yeah i know <laughs> but i do it anyways <laughs> it's really hard not to 
Yeah. But like, yeah, they would if you were below like fifty, they would give you like four. So each person reacts differently. Yeah. With the tabs, like usually I take three glucotabs, tabs, which is twelve grams of carbs, to fix most lows, even when I'm still going down. Um, yeah. This usually works at work too, like when I'm working in a store. I'll just I have like this little tub of glucotabs tabs by the register. Um, That's cool. But like in the summer at work, I I just die. Like today, actually. <laughs> Wednesday is a better example. I, I, I had breakfast. I had a pretty large breakfast. I had like 50 carbs. Usually I have fewer than that. That's nothing. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. It's much for me. <laughs> and um, so so I had that. I bonus maybe for half of it. So you would expect yeah. me to go up. I, yeah. I, I peaked at like six, which is 108. And, what? and then I just plummeted. I, when I got to work, I wasn't like, two point something like two point five which is forty five and I, I I was going down really fast so I had like sixty grams worth of glucotabs. Oh and man. Without like with a temporary basal of zero and not taking any insulin. And I'd end up at like five, which is like ninety. It's so weird like how weather affects it's people's annoying. bodies. Because like with me it's I don't know. I, I don't see any difference between summer and weather it or winter <laughs> summer and what summer and winter um i don't know it's just pretty the same for me yeah i've never noticed this much of a difference though it's like yeah, that is weird wait can i just talk about another problem i have in the summer sure i often put my pump on my arm yeah and summer is beach time. Ah. oh yeah and uh i was at the beach with friends <laughs> camping like on the beach for a night and I came back home and I noticed I have a tan right around where my pump was. It's so a I tan have line. A, I have a pump-shaped tan line on my arm. And <laughs> Do you know that meme with like hideous. tan lines for different sports? Yeah. Yeah, I Just know add like a, four, like a fifth guy or whatever and say diabetic. diabetic. <laughs> and, and it has like the shape of a Dexcom sensor on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I know a diabetic who has... Um, like a Dexcom tan line on his like his abdomen, like off mm-hmm. to the side. That's where he put his Dexcom. Yeah. And he's really tanned. Except so, for that one spot. Except for there. And he's like pasty <laughs> white under it. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's amazing. Because the Dexcom can just stay on for like weeks. So yeah. for yeah, the exactly. entire time that you're getting a tan. Yeah. Well, here we keep it on for one week because we get more than enough. Ooh, one week. I... I Isn't now it? also get more than enough, but like, why would I insert a new one if it's still working fine? Yeah, I just got. They, doesn't yeah. Dexcom recommend like two weeks? No, they recommend a week. For really? for the they, for the G four and G five. Oh yeah, they're not um, allowed to recommend more than a week because it's not the spec. I think it depends on like where you are. What? Because the the Guardian sensor also has different recommendations in Europe than it does in the US. What seriously? Yeah. Like different calibrations requirements or something stupid. That's weird. I'm gonna That's look. Weird. I I have the manual for the G5 right here. I'm gonna look what it says. Yeah, look at you <laughs> with your G5. Yeah, I just got it like yesterday. I have oh my two. God. I mean, I've had it for like three months, but I got it officially like Dude, yesterday. I, oh, in my G5, I keep getting like a calibration error. It's weird. Like it, like the sensor or the transmitter in, doesn't. An X strip or in the, the official, official? It's X strip. X strip. Weird. Yeah. I've never had that. 
Yeah. And I can't, like, really go into anyone. I, c I can't really call Dexcom. I mean, I could. Yeah, why not? Oh, no. I'm looking in the... There's, like, a, a glossary at the end of the manual, which explains, like, the words. Yeah. And it says MG slash DL, so milligrams per deciliter. It says uh -huh. yeah. milligrams per liter. Oh, oh no. no. They, oh, no. They, they missed a deci. <laughs> that was... Oh, no. Oh, no. Milligrams per liter. That's that's how we should measure our blood sugars, milligrams Just per grams liter. per liter. <laughs> Just multiply everything times 10, isn't it? No? Yes, yeah. maybe? Yeah. No, divide by 10, because milligrams when, when are a thousand of a, a hundred. Yeah. So, so a perfect sugar would be one, which works <laughs> out because you have like five liters of blood and there's Wait, what, like five it's not grams. Dividing? My blood sugar is... Oh, it is dividing. Yeah, right. grams per oh, liter. Oh, dang, that's really good. Holy shit. I'm going to start doing that. It's not as accurate. Grants per liter. It's, it can be just as accurate if you add decimals. Yeah, but no one wants to add decimals. Yeah, it's just one. You're right. <sighs> I know. I, I want grants per liter. I don't. I want millimoles per liter. They should put that They should put that in uh, Night Scout. Grants per liter. Just arbitrary units. Like, Isn't there like I'd a like sugar cubes like... per, per half average <laughs> human body blood content. <laughs> Oh my God! Didn't some guy from France or whatever like a French? Yeah, he had a different over? thing. He had like yeah, it was some wonky like thing. decigrams what? per per liter or something. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. He, his sugar was like a thousand, which is good. Yeah. Oh. Like he was off by a factor of ten. I, I'm just looking at um, liters of blood in the human body. Like five, five and a half. Yeah, five. Okay, so if if I had. 1,000, so that's 10 grams per liter times 5. I had 50 grams of sugar in my body, in my blood. Yeah, in your blood. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, Whoa. Also, one thing I noticed with uh, Summer is that OpenAPS just cannot deal with it. Like, oh, yeah. I'll go up slightly, it'll do an, an SMB of 0.1 unit, and I'll just die again. Like, it... it doesn't realize overheat? it kills me like it, that it just kills me no oh, it doesn't yeah. overheat it just i'm way too sensitive yeah yeah because it's really hot yeah yeah and it like you think after two weeks of like the heat it would figure out that i'm more sensitive with auto-tune and everything but it just doesn't so maybe it just you could keeps murdering me i don't know maybe you could do something like yeah, I I need to adjust the settings in my pump, I think, but like I I don't wanna like a summer basil or whatever. Yeah. Also, my summer carb setting. ratio is like different. It's like everything's yeah. different. It's annoying. Like at this temperature, <laughs> just add a thermometer Put to it, it and like, yeah. <laughs> like for every degree holder, make me two percent more sensitive. <laughs> nice. Um, that would be really smart. weird. Any more summer things? I don't know, I'm in Berlin. You are. That's pretty weird. cool. This episode is brought to you by our amazing patrons at patreon.com slash diacast. We really appreciate their support, which helps us bring you this podcast. We've got a few awesome perks you can choose from if you do decide to support us with some of your hard-earned money. Check them all out on patreon.com slash diacast. These perks are all on our Discord server, which you can find at discord.gg slash diabetes, 
We are a community of over 600 members now, most of which are diabetics. You can join in to talk about things like diabetes, recipes, video games, or a lot of other interesting things. Once again, that's discord.gg diabetes and patreon.com slash diacast. Um, A1C sucks. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yes. Who wants to uh, kick I off? don't know anything about... Okay, I can, I can start. All right. Okay, our next topic is about A1C. Now, just a bit of basic information. A1C is a measure, like a, a sort of the standard used by most, like almost all people uh, to measure your average BG in the last three months. And of course, um, there are two units for it because... Yeah, Why there not? are two units, percentages and absolute units. Yeah, the absolute is millimoles per mole. The f- what? Yes. Millimoles per mole? Yep. Okay, whatever. Um, and <laughs> the, the other one's percent, uh, and I use percent, Cassie's percent, mm-hmm. Brent uses percent, right? Yeah. I okay. think most people use percent. Yeah, yeah, most people use percent. I think French people use the number, whatever. The north of the Netherlands uses the other one. That's so weird. Mm. Uh-huh. Okay, anyways, the main problem with this this measurement is that it skews results towards recent results a lot more than older results. Yeah. So the the past Oh, that's month, only one of the flaws. That, yeah, that's one of the flaws. <laughs> the past month is has the same value as this, the two months the same, prior to it. Yeah, the same importance. Like, yeah, same importance. And that leads to really skewed results if you had a bad month and two really good months beforehand. It looks like yeah. everyone sees shit, and you're a bad diabetic. Well, and then with the other way to measure it, don't you need like a CGM to do that? Yes, but yeah, you know. Wait, what? What other flaws are there? Cuss. Um. Also, it often favors people that have bad control and go low often, because it's just an mm. average rating. It doesn't care about how much you fluctuate. So, if I'm very low and very high all the time, just, just fluctuating between the two. My A1C will be perfect, but my control will be terrible. So it's a bad yeah. measure for control, which is what it's used for. Hmm. Um, and the the other two versions, you have, you have GVI, and then like an extension of that, I guess, is the PGS. Um, PGI stands for uh, GVI stands for Glycemic Variability Index, which basically is just a measure of how much you fluctuate. So uh, a perfect value is one, which means your line is perfectly straight for the entire day. Um, and then the higher it goes, the more you fluctuate. And a way that I saw it explained in an article that now no longer exists, unfortunately, is um, say you, you have a, a piece of paper that's 10 centimeters wide, which is your day, that's 24 hours. And if you put a string over it straight, then that's one. So that's one paper length is your Wait, graph. Then if you like crumple up the string a bit to make like a more realistic graph line, oh, um, your string might be 1.2 times the length of the paper. So your GVI will be 1.2. Oh, I see. It's like the length of your graph. Yeah, the length of the line is I think what they call oh, it. Oh, okay. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah. So there's like all this math that I don't know to calculate it. I just used Night Scout to do it for me. Yeah. Um, and then, but but the problem with this is it doesn't care about how high you are. It only cares about how how stable you are. So I might be 
constantly fluctuating between 11 and 12 and have like a perfect GVI of like 1.1. Um, even hmm. though I'm super high, like 11 is like, what, 200 or something? 11? Yeah, something well, like that, Let's right? see. 11 is 198, it's 200. Yeah. Um, so obviously you don't want to be up there all day and your GVI yeah. might say that you're doing well. Um, and then you have PGS, which stands for patient glycemic status, which is your GVI, but it also looks at the percentage that you're in range. So, hmm. so it's like a combination of A1C yeah, and PGI. Yeah. yeah, so if you... Of GVI. Yeah, and there are... Um, um, I'm not sure what the math is, but if your PGS is less than 35, it, it means you have excellent glycemic status. Um, okay, fine. That's basically non-diabetic. Um, but oh, I want to look at the math, but the article disappeared. Wait, where is this report? What report is it? If you go to Night Scout and then to the yeah. distribution report. Oh, distribution. Okay. Yeah, yeah it'll it'll give you um, your GVI and PGS values. And then at the bottom of the page, it says GVI and PGS are measured, developed by Dexcom, detailed here. Then if okay. you click here, it'll go to a 404 page. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, they used to be a pretty good article, but... I don't know, someone decided to kill it. Yeah, but like the only way to get GVI is through a CGM and not yeah, everyone has. Yeah, of course. But like a lot of Everyone should have a CGM. Like... Everyone should be on a closed loop like Cass wrote. Um so at the end of March of this year, so like three months and a few days ago, I yeah. um a, a friend gave me a Dexcom transmitter and a bunch of sensors. And I've G5 been using yeah G five, and I've been using that ever since. I'm still using it actually. Um, yeah. Like when I started the Kaleido trial, for, so that was somewhere early May, I think I started it. Um, I I told my doctor like, hey, look at this cool sensor thing. Can I like have one? And he <laughs> said, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to the insurance people because there's like this oh, department nice. that does all the things. And yeah, I finally managed to order one two days ago so like that's, nice. that took like forever that's awesome so i now have officially joined the dexcom club oh Hell yeah, yeah. now waiting for the, the g6 update upgrade speaking of dexcom club i will now tell a story of how i started looping oh uh, yes well, I, I didn't i didn't start looping yet i will loop um after this podcast i am i'm ready to loop everything's ready uh, about, what was it, like probably around a month ago, uh, I found out that uh, someone I know has a pump that is good for looping. Uh, now, that's just an old Medtronic pump, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so I decided uh, to talk to that person, get one of her old pumps, uh, and she gave it to me for free. And nice. then I just needed to order all the shit that I needed to make a loop, which is a Raspberry Pi um an antenna plus battery charger thing and there's one more thing oh yeah batteries and a battery charger to balance the batteries out yeah so i ordered everything and got it except for the antenna which took a longer time to get here jeez that took forever it did take forever but it's because i ordered it to germany because ordering antennas into israel is a really bad idea <laughs> what why is that a bad idea because uh security is really uptight 
yeah. uh, entering this country. Yeah, you might use it to hack the Pentagon. I don't know. No, just kind of explode things. <laughs> the Pentagon's in Yeah, America. you can put them in bombs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so I got all the stuff about... Uh, I got the last part probably around a week and a half ago. Oh, nice. Um, so, like, ten days ago, I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, ten yeah, days ago. something like that. Ten days ago. And... Uh, so I started trying to make my loop work, and I had enormous problems at the start. Uh, mainly, uh, for some reason, once I switched to the new, like to the dev branch of the, of of like the, you know, the software. For people for who don't know what branches are, it just means he was using a, a in the developer version. Ver- the, yeah, the the alpha version of the software. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, that I want to install on the Raspberry Pi, which is like the little computer that does all the calculations for OpenABS. Yeah. Um, it just wouldn't get any data from my sensor, from my G4 receiver. Because I have such an old receiver, <laughs> like the tech is yeah. so old, okay, that it's not a G4 share that has Bluetooth. It's not a G5 that has Bluetooth uh, directly on the transmitter. It's a G4 non-share meaning the only oh. way i can get data from it is either through a diy wixel which does not work with my phone or uh, uh hard wiring via usb Oof. my receiver to my pi which is what i did and once i switched over to the new version it just kind of didn't work <laughs> and i talked to all of like i think probably over all half of the devs. devs i think all of them like major devs yeah I'll, yeah all of the active devs on all the media, like all, all the channels that I can talk to them through. I talked to most of them and no one had any idea what the problem is until I talked to one guy who has a G4 non-share, a G4 share and a G5, like receivers yeah. for all of them. And he took pictures of the hardware revisions and manufacturing date for all of them. And then I noticed that my hardware revision is the same as his G5 receiver. <laughs> My manufacturing oh. date is two years after that. What? And that the software revision, like the, the firmware revision, my bad, is also like newer than his G5. So basically you have a brand new old device. I, I have a G5 receiver disguised as a G4. <laughs> with no Bluetooth. Yeah. So what I had to do was talk to one of the devs to rewrite the entire part that gets Oof. data from a G4 receiver change it to the protocol from a plugged-in G5 receiver, and then uh, upload th- that code to my Raspberry Pi. And then once that finally happened, my Raspberry Pi would not connect to the internet. <sighs> so after uh. slamming my hands and face into a desk many times today, <laughs> I finally got it to work. And um, I'm happy to say that I am now using Night Scout nice. um, through the Raspberry Pi. And the moment that... Uh, we will finish the podcast. I will put on my new pump and enjoy looping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, OpenAPS is living hell for anyone with old hardware. But I, I had cheesecake, so I think it's fine. Oh, I had uh, creme brulee. I had homemade cheesecake. It's actually not cheesecake. German noodle. Really? With sauerkraut. Yeah, it was weird. Sauerkraut? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Was it nice? Yeah, it was okay. 
the noodles were wonky, but the sauerkraut was pretty good. It's pretty good. I've never heard of this. Was it a dessert or like dinner? No, you don't know what sauerkraut is? Yeah, I so. know, but like we were talking about dinner things and then you come up with sauerkraut. So I'm like, um. Yeah, it's like a. Or, that's dinner. I don't know. Yeah, you know, but I said cheesecake and Adi said creme brulee, which are desserts. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's a strange dessert he's at it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye bye.